Welcome back to Psyching Out with Jocelyn, where your host is me, Jocelyn. Today we are going to be talking about prioritizing yourself, aka self-prioritization effect. Um, This is actually a really fun fun, fun, fun thing to learn about. I actually didn't know this was a thing until today, which is actually very interesting. Um, I have definitely been really excited to dive into this as I think most of us can relate on some level about how a lot of times we put ourselves at the bottom of the list and we find ourselves drained depressed probably, anxious, and then your body starts taking a toll. And you're like, what's going on? Why why am I feeling like this? Why am I why am I doing this to myself? And then you start to think about how, you know, it really comes down to what are your priorities. Um According to the University of Aberdeen, recent research has suggested that the self-relevance automatically enhances stimulus processing. Notably, information associated with oneself elicits faster responses than comparable material associated with other targets, like your friends, strangers, family members. this all boils down to what are your priorities and do you get the same level of satisfaction when others prioritize you but you're not prioritizing yourself ask yourself that and another question to ask yourself is do you care about yourself and i know that may seem like a little blunt um, but the reason I ask this is because, you know, of course, you're, you're probably going to say, of course, I care about myself. Then let me ask you this. What are you doing to demonstrate that you care for yourself? And that doesn't mean the infamous, infamous? No, I wouldn't say infamous. Um, that doesn't mean what society ties self-care to be, which is not, you know, sitting there with a pretty face mask on your face or, you know, having a bath or drinking wine on a weekday. No. I'm sorry, but I'm going to cut down to the chase. No, it's all bullshit. That's not self-care. Self-care, yeah, of course, pampering yourself is a nice thing to do for yourself, but is it self-care? What is it doing to nourish your body, your mind, your soul? Seriously, think about that. Are you taking the correct steps to be healthy? Are you eating healthy? This is one thing that's been really on my mind recently is eating healthy because I have a lot of things going on. I have my podcast. I have school. I have work. I need energy to be able to do these things. And I find when I don't prioritize my diet – everything else goes downhill because I'm not putting that time 
into nourishing my body. And there's a saying that says, there's a saying that says, <laughs> that sounds redundant. Um, there's a saying, um, if you don't take care of your body, your body's going to force you to do that. And that's very true because sometimes if you think about it, a lot of times when we're really stressed or overwhelmed, your body starts to feel like, Bleh. it does not feel good. And then you start to get sick. And then you feel really drained and fatigue. And then you realize, holy smokes, I've been running myself to the ground. Why am I doing that? Do I care about me? Because if those two things are not really showing that I care for myself. Caring for you should be giving your body the energy and fuel that it needs through diet. Secondly, working out. And I know so many of you are going to say, I don't have time. I go to work. I go to school. I do this. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to be one of those people that says, you know, if it works for me, it's going to work for you. No, that's not how it works. Working out is less than 10% of your day. Literally. You take one hour, how many hours do you have in a day? 24. It's not a huge percentage of your time. And I really think most of us need to really understand that. It's literally like 4% of your time. <laughs> I just did the math. It's 4% of your time. Going to the gym for one hour is 4% of your time. So you're saying you don't have time. What are you doing with it? Are you scrolling on your phone mindlessly? What is that? What kind of satisfaction is that giving you? I, mean, I can tell you it's giving you short-term satisfaction because otherwise you're going to keep continue to scroll to get that instant dopamine but it doesn't, it's not long-term. You get long-term effects of dopamine. You get levels of endorphins when you're working out that you're not gonna get anywhere else. You know, those, just one workout isn't sufficient enough to keep you going. You need to incorporate this into your life and make sure that you prioritize this because I really don't think a lot of us understand how cognitive decline works and how diet and your working out and your spirituality, if you, you know, spirituality is subjective. I don't believe that it just correlates with religion. For me, spirituality means diving into a deeper mindset that I wouldn't be able to reach without meditation. Um, that's my version of spirituality, getting closer to my soul. Um, but you may have something different. Maybe going to church is your thing. Maybe going to prayer, going to Bible school, whatever it may be for you. Seriously, take these things seriously. Seriously, take those <laughs> redundancy. I love being redundant. Um, so those are three things I really think are beneficial for prioritizing yourself. Um, there is a 
journal article on psychology today called The Unselfish Art of Prioritizing Yourself. Yeah, it is unselfish to prioritize you. How are you supposed to be the best version of you if you're not putting yourself on your number one as number one on your priority list? How are you supposed to succeed in other aspects of life if you're not doing that for yourself? This can be really difficult in friendships, in relationships, family relationships, all sorts of relationships, because this is what happens when you don't prioritize yourself. You start to rely on other individuals to give you the same care that you're supposed to be giving to yourself. And that, my friends, is called codependency, and that is not healthy. There needs to be a balance. Codependency is not okay on any level. It doesn't, it doesn't work. You need to be your own individual before you are a person in a relationship, before you are a sister, a friend, um, oh, what else is there? A pet lover. You know, these are things you have to really take into account when you're putting your list together of priorities. Because what happens is when you start to put your stuff onto other people's plates, you know what happens? Then they also start getting drained because now they're carrying not only their own baggage, but your baggage. And it's not their responsibility to take care of you. It's no one's responsibility to take care of you. It is your responsibility no one else's and you can't put that on other people's plates that is called selfish that is selfish what is not selfish is prioritizing yourself um another thing to remember when learning to prioritize yourself is boundaries boundaries that one is a difficult one because a lot of us struggle with creating boundaries I, for myself, am learning to undo saying yes to everything. I don't have the capacity to say yes to everything. Otherwise, I'm going to be running on empty, literally. And that, again, is not healthy. Um, I wanted to really talk about capacity. Um, Capacity is something that I've recently have introduced in my vocabulary because a lot of times when you're busy and you have a lot going on and, you know, certain friendships, relationships, whether it's romantic friendships, family, you know, they start asking for your time. They start asking to go get coffee. They start asking to do things for them. And then you start to wonder, how much of a capacity do I have to do all these things? And that's something that I've recently reached because it's been very difficult for me to be able to do everything that I would love to do. But right now I need to finish my education. So, you know, capacity, You have to be honest with yourself. And a lot of times it's going to hurt other people's feelings, but that has more to do with them 
than it does with you. I mean, of course, it, it may also hurt your own <clears throat> feelings. Um, but when you're not aware of your capacity, that's when you start to overextend yourself. And that is not healthy. You have to keep within your capacity. It's almost like in financial terms when they talk about not living outside of your means. Do not spend more than you have. Things like that. That's how capacity works as well. Do not overextend your capacity because then you will run out. And I think this is incredibly important when protecting your space, protecting your energy, and really understanding how these things are correlated. You know, there's ways to, you know, tell your support system like, hey, look, I don't have the capacity at this moment to have you vent to me. I'm happy to listen, but I can't be your emotional dump. I'm not a therapist. That's all you have to say. But no, seriously, these are things you have to express because a lot of times people will dump on you, whether it's emotions, whether it's responsibilities that are not supposed to be your responsibilities. This is stuff that you have to be aware of because, you know, I don't think hurting anyone's feelings is a good thing, but I do think you know, it's important to tell people what your intentions are, your capacity, and create healthy boundaries because boundaries are incredibly important. And, you know, if you don't vocalize these things, how are people supposed to know that they're crossing boundaries? You need to set those and establish them so people are aware and then inform them about the capacity you know this is my capacity at this moment you know i'm still here for you i love you i i I care for you but at this current moment my plate is full but i'm here to support you and the best of my ability and that's how you kindly share with others what your boundaries are and what your capacity is. Um, Another thing to help you prioritize yourself is acknowledgement. You know, sometimes being honest with ourselves is very difficult. And I think what's really important is to share with others how you're feeling Um, I think therapy is a very important aspect to this because sometimes we have emotions and we feel drained and, you know, what happens a lot of times when we don't have, when we don't prioritize ourselves is we start to get anxious, which leads to depression. And then everything just goes downhill from there. It starts to slip. And I think it's important to remember to acknowledge these feelings but don't stay in them too long. It's okay to validate those feelings, but I think action is important. What happens if you stay in these moments for too long, you just dwindle. 
you dwindle into this rabbit hole and then you start to get into this habit of pitying yourself feeling horrible for yourself why doesn't anyone think about me blah, blah, blah. you know we've all been there i've been there i've done this i know exactly how it feels it may not feel the same way for you but we've all experienced this in some sort of extent and it's important to really acknowledge these feelings but don't sit with them for too long make actions get a game plan get other people on board get them to support what you're doing help you you don't have to do this alone you know get people that are gonna help you be better and help you learn to love yourself and help you prioritize you um i also think it's important to be kind to yourself and to others in these moments when you're learning to prioritize yourself because kindness really does make the world go round i do think that kindness is something that we do for others more than we do for ourselves because a lot of times our brains are in this mode of talk negative talk negative focus on the negative do negative shit, everything negative and we forget that most of life is incredibly positive it's a privilege to share time with others to share time with yourself to get to know people it's all a privilege but kindness isn't only intended for others it's not only intended for your pet it's not only intended for your friends or your family it's intended for you and being kind to yourself is so important it's such it's probably the one of the most fundamental parts of prioritizing yourself because if you don't do this if you're not kind to yourself your head's not going to be a fun place to be in no no it's not going to be a lot of fun um i think we all have to remember that speaking to ourselves in a kind manner is really the way to learn to prioritize yourself i really like this thing that mel robbins talks in one of her podcasts which is the high five method where you get up in the morning and you go to the mirror and you high five yourself. Oh, beautiful. You know why that's beautiful? Because you're acknowledging you. You're giving yourself a high five. You're doing the best you can. And one thing that I also really like is um, my favorite, one of my favorite YouTube channels, uh, Yoga with Adrian. Um, she always talks about how, you know, not only kindness, but making sure that, you know, you're being in this environment of self-love and, you know, really just doing what your body and your mind needs to do, but also welcoming, welcoming things. And that is a powerful thing when you're able to acknowledge that you're not in a good place, but you need to do things to help yourself get better. 
And um, I really like that because it creates a positive environment. I, I, one thing that really helps me um, when things are not good or when I'm struggling with my mental health, and I'm not sharing this because, look, I don't like this whole thing of like, if it works for me, it will probably work for you. I don't like that. But I do want to share one thing that helps me, which you can take with a grain of salt. But I don't like to stay and in emotions that are not um, helping me grow. And what I mean by that is I love listening to podcasts when I'm at my lowest because it's almost like these people are supporting me and helping me like get through these emotions and then bam, I don't longer feel that way. Or I'll go to the gym and I'll be like super upset about something and then an hour later, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. Um, I wanted to go back really quick to um, talking about Yoga with Adrienne on YouTube because she always does this thing in the middle of the yoga sessions where she's like, okay, guys, tell yourself that I am strong. Heck yeah, you are strong. Tell yourself that. Even when you don't feel strong, I am strong because you are. You are strong. And I think we often forget these things when we're going through things like, no, you can. You have the capacity. You have, you can do it and you will do it. You just have to learn to prioritize you. Um, there was something that I read on Instagram that basically talked about um, how oftentimes when we're triggered by other individuals, it's often because something in us, like they're basically something about them that they're doing is something that we wish that we were doing for ourselves and I wanted to talk about this because social media right now is incredibly prevalent. And oftentimes it is filled with unrealistic ways of living and fake expectations and how things are supposed to be versus what they actually are. We don't see these things in present time because we're not there when people share these things oftentimes. Um, and I wanted to talk about this because I've been there. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this where you find yourself spiraling. And then you're comparing yourself to others. And, and it's not working. It's not a good thing. It's not healthy. I personally like to limit myself on social media. Um, I don't like to listen to music as much anymore, especially when I'm sad. No, no. Sadness and sad music do not go hand in hand. That's a bad rabbit hole to go down. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love education. I love learning. I love learning something new every day. It's fabulous. I feel like these people that I listen to are my friends. They don't know they're my friends, but in my head, they're my friends. <laughs> um, but remember that 
being you is the best person you can be. Being authentically you is amazing. You know, being who you are, not conforming to other expectations that others have of you or that society expects of you. You know, it's not real. What is real is right here, right now. Being present, being aware. Um, one thing that I like to point out when talking about prioritizing is anxiety. Um, my therapist, um, she, oh, a lovely woman. She's so, she's such a beautiful human. She's transformed my life in ways that she will never know. But she taught me this thing called the five senses. Basically, you go through your five senses and you sit there, you close your eyes, you smell. What do you smell right here, right now? Okay, I smell incense. Okay. What do you see? Well, I see darkness at this moment because my eyes are closed. Three, how does it feel where you're sitting? It feels soft and so on. And that helps recenter. Um, I love this practice when I feel anxious. Um, and I think anxiety is high right now because, you know, social media plays a huge part. We live such fast paced lives that a lot, a lot of times we forget to do these things for ourselves. But I want to remind you how important it is to prioritize these elements to care for yourself in the best way possible, to build healthy habits, to be the best version of you, to be the best friend, the best family member, the best partner and so on you cannot be these things if you're not doing these things for yourself you have to do this for you in order to be successful and success is subjective absolutely but i think success oftentimes relates to how you feel about you the things you do for yourself how you help yourself and how you help others. I think community plays a huge role in this. I think community and servicing others is a humbling experience. I think it's important. I think I love community. I love serving others. I love that. And I think everyone should have it in, they're in some sort of capacity because humbling moments like that are critical for our growth. And part of growing is being open to new experiences and being open to the world around us because it's not this little bubble that we live in. No, no, there's a lot of stuff out there. You gotta stay open, stay curious, and prioritize you, your needs, your wants, whatever that may mean to you. But I hope this was helpful and I hope this helps you learn to navigate through life and to build healthy habits because that's what it's all about. We're all a work in progress. We're all learning. We're all here to support each other and build a fun and healthy community. So I'm going to leave you with that. Remember to be kind. Remember to prioritize you. Remember to be kind to those around you. 
and I hope you all have a beautiful week. And um, next week, you should be having part two to the science of happiness where I will continue with the neuroscience of happiness. We started on the philosophical level, but now we're diving into the nitty-gritty, 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 <laughs> nitty-gritty. All right. Have a good day and thank you for listening to Psyching Out with Jocelyn. Catch you later, my little cute petunias or big petunias. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Bye.